Did you know that UK chat show host Jonathan Ross once starred in Halo 3? He supplies the voice of one of the Marines who helps Master Chief out. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode number 67. My name's Gareth Briley. I'm going to be your host. On my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How are you doing, James? I'm not too bad, thank you. Good are you all right? I'm very good. I'm bouncy. Good. That's what I'm going to call my day, bouncy. <laughs> right. Good. It's right to have the host. Nice and bouncy. Now some, now nice and good. bouncy. Um, and on my virtual right is Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? Hi there. Uh, bouncy as well. How are oh, you guys? Double bouncy. Very good, thank you, Richard. <laughs> good. This is, this is like delirious, delirium stuff. Yeah, I'm not bouncy at all. What, how would you describe it in one word? Your day. What's your feelings today, James? Uh, melancholic. Ah, okay. I might say I'm that. Bad. That's positive for James, though. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, as good as it gets. That's our beat. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what kind of week have we had, uh, Richard? What have you been doing this week? What, what interesting stuff. Um, not the week just gone, but the the week before, I uh, I joined James on the the trend that is online concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched one called from a band called the Cinematic Orchestra, who uh, are like a, a it's hard to describe that a little bit electronic, a little bit jazzy. Um, they're the, they're the type of people that you will have definitely heard one or two of the songs used in adverts and, oh, okay. and stuff and trail movie trailers and everything. Um, but that was, that was interesting. This was a, a concert that they did supposed to have been out at the end of last year. So it was all pre-recorded for whatever reason they delayed it until the beginning of February, basically. Um, it was good. It was, I've seen them live a couple of times before. So this was, I kind of knew what to expect going into it. But it right. was it was just nice. Um, definitely, like feels like a sit down sort of gig anyway. So, so my partner and I sort of made an evening of it with um, some nice food and and having this on. But then it only lasted an hour, which which caught us off guard. <laughs> just just settling down for the whole night, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Done by about nine o'clock. Wow. The cinematic orchestra. I can't look for those. I, I haven't listened. You will have definitely heard some of the songs. Okay. Um, James, what about you? Uh, well, not quite as exciting as that. Um, I had Binksy this week. For those that don't know, yeah, last week I said I would like to try Binksy. Mm. So I did. Um, it's my own take on Binksy. So it was it's ice cream. And rice crackers and strawberries. I think we worked out quite well actually. It was nice. It was very nice. Good. Um, 
And then I watched Bad Boys for Life, <laughs> which was a little bit less enjoyable than the Binky. Um, I think the, uh, even though it got really good reviews, the third instalment of the uh, Bad Boys trilogy, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it lived up to the hype. I think they completely missed a trick with that one. Hmm. It's like the first hour, just being really morbid and depressive. And I thought, these would used to be fun. That's what happens when you hit your 50s. Well, I mean, I wouldn't know, but I'm going to confirm that. Kind of. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's always a worrying sign when they say the name of the, the film in the first five minutes. <laughs> you know when they go, Bad Boys for Life? Yeah. Like, oh dear, they actually yeah. did that. Um, it's a shame because Will Smith was still pretty good in it, but the writing was terrible. The, f- the first ones weren't great at all. I, I mean, mean they were, they were that. but they weren't. Written, they were terribly written then. I mean, it was, there was, yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, it was funny. So you've been watching the cinematic also. You watched a film that came out eight months ago, and you've made Bing Sue. You never know we're in a lockdown, would you? I mean, <laughs> this kind of <laughs> this kind of excitement. Living <laughs> <laughs> Richard, have you had anything else this week? Um, I've just been in lockdown watching watching TV. What else can right. you do? Nice, um, okay. So Laura and I have watched The Serpent and It's a Sin recently. It, oh. It's a Sin's very good. Yeah, we talked about It's a Sin last week, didn't we? Or maybe I talked about that with someone else. <laughs> Not being recorded. Yeah. I don't remember it. No, maybe I did. Maybe someone else. Yeah, so It's a Sin's meant to be very good, isn't it? Channel yes. 4. Um, and then obviously it was a Super Bowl of the weekend, so I stayed up and watched that. And then I've been watching Travel Man as well because it yeah. seems like that's the only way I'm going to get to travel anywhere this year. <laughs> yeah, I just got invited to a festival in Germany in August. I'm optimistic. It might happen. <laughs> um, good. What's the serpent like? Very good. Okay, yeah, I need um, to watch that. That's on iPlay, and I believe the last episode's been shown this weekend as well. Good. But yeah. Um, I think it's eight episodes, and it's it's the first episode's arguably the worst episode. After that, I was completely hooked. Just the way that it it drips the story out is very well done. Yeah, um, I think the only the only issue is there's a notable notable difference between like the first ep- six episodes and the last two or something because they filmed the, the like the second half uh, during lockdown first time. Oh, I see. Right, so you got can it, tell. It, Sort of disappears from like it sort of changes from being in being in cars for real to then having a, a green screen behind them. Oh, really? You can tell. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, oh. but other than that, it just that just took took you out of the moment a little bit. But right. other than that, it's very well done. Good. Who won the Super Bowl? The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Never heard Tom, of Tom Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl. Hey. Which everyone wants to see. Do you know? I watched. The, I watched the first. Um, I was started watching fifteen minutes of it, yeah, but it was one of the things that was just on late at night, and I thought, "Yeah, what am I doing? This is this finishes at three o'clock." Like, <laughs> uh, um, I watched a film called Greenland on Amazon Prime, which is all right and it's pretty good. And um, if you want something apocalyptic, just to remind yourself, 
it can't be this bad uh, about asteroids, a comet coming to Earth and destroying the world, and um, and that's on Amazon Prime. That's that's pretty. That's all right. That's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, if you like a good apocalyptic movie, felt very nineties. Uh, uh, Gerald Butler and ah. the actress who I've forgotten the name of, who's in Deadpool. Deadpool's Mrs. Who dies. Oh, Marina Baccarin. That's right. Yeah, she's that's in that as well. They're both very good. There's some really lovely scenes. It's good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. And the other thing I've been thinking this week, which kind of leads us into this thing, I've it's a hard one, isn't it? Because I'm I've got my Xbox Series X, I've got my PlayStation 5, and I'm looking at it and going, nothing's really come out yet, has it? And I'm worried about things coming out <laughs> soonish. There's not a lot. It feels a bit kind of dry. Even on the indie games, now correct me if I'm wrong, you two. It feels a bit dry at the moment. It doesn't feel there's something really decent that's got my attention. Maybe I'm wrong here. Mm. I definitely don't feel I'm seeing the power of those two consoles yet. The only game that I can really see it is Assassin's Creed still, but um, which still looks. But that's a game that came out on November the 10th, um, and I'm I'm feeling the need. I need some enthusiasm about this year. Do you think we're going to get some big big games? I don't know. Yes. Thank you, Richard. I haven't got time to play them. You've got more than that. I've got to play. <laughs> Richard, I'm going to go to you. You think yes. You think it's really good. Yeah. Um, we've got one to discuss soon in yeah. the new section that I'm very excited about. Okay. Good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, in a way, I kind of agree as well. I'm hoping for some simple purely next-gen games to come out. I know yeah. that um, Judgment got announced last week. Is going to be, That's a remaster of last-gen, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. only going to be on the Series X, and I believe that's going to be on the Xbox One at least. Right. It's, um, also, it's also getting to a month like February when there isn't really anything out, apart from Little Nightmares 2, which, you know, is a kind of indie game in a sense. It's a platformer. Is there's not yeah. any other big or any other games really this month? That's why it's quite hard for us on the podcast. We're getting enough details about what we're playing, isn't that? Yeah, it's not pushing the boundaries of the, the new hardware. No, which I think is what we're all waiting for. We're really. all waiting for something, aren't we? To knock us off. It's almost like you didn't know it was coming. <laughs> it's like you didn't know we were the next job. So you just went, oh. Let's start making some games. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of it is down to COVID, of course. But I think there's, there is a part of that as well. It doesn't feel like they had the... Mm-hmm. They were ready. I think a lot of things are delayed. But yeah, that's what I was feeling. I just thought, oh, my word. I never feel like I'm running out of games because I'm always trying to play the games that I, I haven't yet completed yet. But at the moment, I feel like, hold on. It's getting sparse. Mm. Yeah, February is looking a bit... Lacking. Yeah. March, is it there? A bit better, but not, but not brilliant. End of March, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I mean, there's Dido Devil. <laughs> announced this week. There is. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I'm okay to But what have we been playing then? Let's, let's prove me wrong. Richard, what have you been playing? Um, I've been slowly working through the Yakuza games that got brought onto Game Pass a few weeks ago. Right. Um, well, my Yakuza 3 review is now up on the site, so I'm working through Yakuza 4 at the moment. Um, and I played this 
I played most of it last year when it, when the remaster came on the PS4. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to have that review done by the end of this week. And then I can move on to Yakuza 5. And then after that, I can hopefully play something else. Because as much as I love the Yakuza games, I am having a bit of a burnout with them. Yeah, I bet you are. It must get quite familiar. Yeah, it's a a big undertaking. But at first I was like, yeah, three Yakuza games back to back. Um, And they're certainly not bad games, but there is too much of a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, James? Oh, sorry. Um, I was daydreaming then. Um, I've been catching up with my favourite games from yesteryear. Oh, my God. Including one called Stacking. When... I've, I've seen you play of it. Did, did, now. did that come out on the Game Boy? No. no. It's only Xbox 360. Is this one that came 10 years old this week? It certainly did. But the... Uh, Good remembering there, Richard. <laughs> it it came out on 9th of February, 2011. Um, it's a puzzle game where you use Matriaska dolls to solve the puzzles. So you jump in and out of Russian dolls to get away, to get around any obstacles and and use such abilities. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a really good game. I think you should all check it out right now. <laughs> Just in case everyone's um, listening still, um, it is 2021. <laughs> 2021, not it's not the podcast in 2011. Can you, can you not a game <laughs> where you can get inside a doll? All right. Get flat well. everywhere. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, it sounds like a different game. You're playing. Yeah. So what you're playing oh, then? Sorry, yeah. Sounds like something from Yakuza. It does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it, I know it's an old game, but it's uh, it stands the test of time. <laughs> I, I actually played it this week. I can't I, believe I'm la- I'm laughing because I know all James hasn't played any of the old games like Skyrim or these no. huge or the Batman games, any of these ones, but stacking holds the test of time. It, I, I honestly, I played it twice now, um, all the way through. Oh my god! And it's so much twice, fun. twice in ten years. <laughs> wow, yeah. wow! If you want to know more? Is there a look, a look back at it on the uh, Xbox Hub website right now? Good. You check it out, guys. We will do that. I'll get on. And wait till, wait till the next game we've got to play. I'll tell you that in a minute. How was you, Richard? Oh, well, I'm not going to follow it. I'm going to follow it with much excitement. So I can't. I can't. I'm reviewing Train Train Sim Two DLC now, uh, which I did. He hasn't got a leg to stand on. I've got a leg to stand on. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been on the trains again for my hundredth time doing the Southern Eastern Railway line between Kings Cross and somewhere else in Kent. It's the same thing. I feel like I know, I know these trains off by heart. I know how to operate a train. There's one mission that's near the beginning. It, it was pitch black at night, so I was driving at night, and I had to wait for the signal to change. That's how it started. Signal took five minutes to change. So I was mm. sitting at a screen. I couldn't really see because it was night, watching a red signal. 
Hopefully, maybe one day it would change to green. But what am I doing? That's a dark night in the soul. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Train Sim World 2. Good. Richard, what you else are you... It? <laughs> no, I couldn't stream that. <laughs> stream turned itself off. For <laughs> <an activity>. Yeah. <laughs> um, Richard, what else? Anything else you been playing? Yes. Ooh. I feel like I need to improve the, yeah. the standards. Good. So uh, <laughs> I've been revisiting Zelda Breath of the Wild this oh, week. Do you know what? I really want to play this. I want to get a Switch. Should do. It's a great game. Have you played it games? I've watched it being played. Okay. <laughs> I've watched the whole game. I'm not even joking. Okay. I've watched the entire game being finished. Wow. So I can, I can definitely say it's a great game. <laughs> you probably watched more, more of it than I've played it then. <laughs> but Richard, you're enjoying it, yeah? Yeah, I um, I started it summer last year, I think, because I would picked up a Switch Lite, um, and then I I stopped playing it after about twenty five hours because I got to the bit. Um, so you have to you have to basically save four uh, big hulking mechanical beasts, and there's a bit before you save the second one um, where it goes into like a big stealth section because you need to recover a, a helmet. Okay. Um, and, I, and I I couldn't do it, and it was really stressing me out. So I I just put it to one side for months and months. And I had a, a friend pick it up at Christmas, and he says, "Oh, you should try this." Um, so I tried that way and managed to do it first time. Ah. And ever since then, um, I've just yeah. <laughs> Other than the Yakuza games, this is what I've been playing a lot of. Because it's, it's 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 quite hard, isn't it, Zelda? It's not yeah, an easy game, once yeah. And there's no hand, it's open world, but there's no hand holding with what, where to go or, right. or what to do. And um, you'll get like sort of hints and tips from various NPCs, but it, it doesn't save those hints and tips or anything like that. It's up to you to really remember it. Wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, very, very good. And I mean, because I'm sort of playing half an hour at a time, really. I'm, I'm even I'm barely scratching the surface of what that game is capable of. So there's a whole physics system to it and there's a temperature system. Wow. And just there's so many little details that you you need to you're probably not even aware of are happening. Great. Well maybe that's what I need to do. Get a switch. I can't justify that. Um James, what else have you been playing? Um a game called How to Take Off Your Mask. Remastered. Thank you, James. Thank you very much. Um, right, also, <laughs> <laughs> tell us about this, James. I mean, I'd rather not, to be honest. You can carry on. Is, so, it, a, is um, it a COVID game? I mean, that would be brilliant. Right. But it isn't. Um, it's a visual novel about metaphorical mass. Ah. And it's about this young woman and young man who have been childhood friends. And one gets turned into a half cat, half human, right. and the other one moonlights as a, a royal guard. So basically, in these other forms, as a guard and a cat, or a half cat, they get to really get to know each other a bit better and get a bit romantic. And that's the story. Ooh. And it's a visual novel. 
So you start their reading power up. Yeah. And um, it's already Japanese, the voiceover. Right. Well, at least the writing's English. Yeah. And um, if you're into romantic stories, I mean, it's it's all right. Do you think they have released it because they had to take off your mask? Do you think they're they're going for the sort of like the anti-vaxxing market? I think maybe they <laughs> they think it's a. Yeah. You're trying to hit those Google keywords. <laughs> yeah, there's something going on there. It's remastered, yeah. Yeah, wow. so you're still going to remaster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a visual number. You know what you're getting with yeah. those. It's going to be a lot of reading, recovery choices, and just a bit of romance. It, it was the best game well. to have a bit of romance in. What's the best romantic game you've ever played? That's a good question. Or is that going to ruin what you're going to do later on, Richard? Uh, I There's mean, it's Valentine's themed. I don't think yeah. it's no. subjective. Yeah. No, it's not going to ruin it. Is there any mm. big game that you've really been in, you've sort of invested yourself into that kind of love affair? I'm trying to think myself. Uh, for me, it was probably Final Fantasy X. Ah, okay, yeah. That came out when I was... Uh, Hitting adolescence, and it was just like, oh look, young young love. <laughs> just, I think that came out at the right time for for me. Okay. What about you, James? I think it's probably uh, a way out. <laughs> I think me and you in that prison. <laughs> that wasn't romantic. I'll tell you that. I um, don't know. <laughs> I mean, that, that was a special gift that you gave me. God, yeah. yeah, I can't even remember. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think Lonely of a game. Nights. <laughs> Lonely nights <laughs> in the prison. I think I'm trying to think of one. No, I can't think of any. Maybe Red Dead Two. Me and my horse. I was quite romantically attached to my horse. Not all right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, lastly, I'm going to just quick say there's a game called Speed Limit. That's, I'm playing a little indie game, and it's like a, almost like a platform shooter. And the idea is you start off in the, in a, in a, on a train, and everyone's trying to kill you. And then you've got to kill them and run like an action movie. It's like a die-hard film, but 2D. And you're running, and then suddenly you're in a car, and you're driving, and then you're in an airplane, and then you're flying. So it's a, it's a hard game but quite enjoyable. It's like playing really old school so you die all the time. Any second, repeat, die, so, repeat, die. I'm the so worst. Everyone's person. after you. Everyone's after you, yeah. So you might have 20, you might have 30 people behind you, but you've got to keep running, you've got to keep moving because if you stop, everything gets you. So, so it's like you go out in public without a mask. Exactly. <laughs> Same experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's talk some news, I think. Let's go to the news. Um, cool. Big story this week. Um, CG Project Red, Cyberpunk and Witcher developers had, had, a, had a bit of a mad time, really. Um, they got hacked, haven't they? I'm so, mm. I've yeah. sort of got... I've really lost this story's thread now. It's amazingly like a soap opera. Who... What happened? R- Richard, you tell us. Can you just summarise it for us a little bit? Um... Is it Tuesday or Tuesday or Wednesday? Mm. Tuesday maybe. Um, an unnamed, an unnamed actor is what they were called. I know an actor. 
yeah, <laughs> sort of hacked into CD Projekt Red and so install the source code for Cyberpunk and The Witcher as well, I believe. And then left them a, a little text file that when I first read it, I thought I genuinely thought it was a joke because it just seemed mm. so immature. Did this did this little text file? Some of the word it was used, but then they did basically given them a, a, a ransom, saying if you don't give us money within forty eight hours, then we're going to release this. And I believe it has been released now because. CD Projekt Red came out and said we don't negotiate with terrorists, sort of thing. Um, and it's been released onto the dark web. It's, on, it's been sold on the dark web in an orchard. This yeah. is the rumour that I've heard. Is that right, James? Yeah, for $7 million, apparently. Wow. Seems quite, quite expensive. For a bit of courage for games that are already out there. Yeah, this is the bizarre thing. It's not like it's an unreleased game anymore. No. But is it... No. Now, I'm, I don't know about this, so I'm guessing. Is it because the source code... Have they got a copy of that source code? Or is it their only copy? Because that feels to me where the ransom would be in effect. If yeah, they're it's the only copy. If it's the only yeah. copy of the source code, that does make, that means they can't do anything else with that game. They can't... They don't means you can't update it. No. They can't fix it. They can't fix oh, it. A disaster. <laughs> is that what it oh. means? <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah, this is a this is another conspiracy. Um, a twist. Yeah, that's what I think it means. If people know, yeah, please let that us know. But, uh, yeah, that makes because otherwise it's just like you just sell them a copy of the game for yeah. several million dollars. Mm. I'd, I'd read somewhere as well that it, it might be an inside job, but I'm not sure. Well, they, How true that is. They said it's an actor, haven't they? So it must is it an actor who's worked on Cyberpunk or on The Witcher? Is that right? It was an employee, wasn't it? That's what they've said. CG Project Red, I think. If the, if the, if the, yeah, if they're narrowing it down to an an actor, then surely they know who it is, but they're just not going to release that information. No, I, I read that it was a group that had done it allegedly. A group of people. Do you know what? I I've got some experience, and I I I'm an actor, and I work with actors. I can't imagine any actor I know be able to pull this up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm with you, James. I think it's not you. <laughs> yeah, imagine it. I think it must be a group. It's got to be a group. Yeah, I know you did. They say it might be Hello Kitty. Whoever they are. Who's Hello Kitty? I, I heard it. Which is quite big in wow. the uh, hacking world. Yeah, it's got to be. So they must have got this actor. Who's been working with them? That he had, or she had, an inside into that. Yeah, it's we amazing. It's an amazing story, know. though. It's like something out of a game, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the next it's... game. It's in the start of the next yeah. game. Is is this all because the 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 reception that Cyberpunk received? Do you, do you think this is why this has happened to them as opposed to anyone else? Mm. I I, I I think it might be because they they're a really wealthy company. I mean, whatever the whatever the reception of Cyberpunk, they made a lot of money very quickly, and they made a lot of money from The Witcher, of course. Yeah. And so it's they were very you know their their stock was very high, even though with all the negative um, paying back and all that stuff, 
you know, a lot of people bought Cyberpunk. So maybe it's to do with that. Maybe it's just to do with it's a good way of thinking they might pay up. And you're right, Richard, there's probably a bit of it going, they don't want any more bad publicity. But like you said, they've just gone, this is what's happened. They've sort of like said, we're not going to negotiate. Mm. God, it's a mad thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I do feel sorry for him a bit. Yeah, it's terrible. But that, I, mean, I can't wait to find out who and what and how's it happened. Stay tuned next week. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on that. Just after the game, GameStop. Uh... Yeah. GameStop film. Yeah. Um, talking about movies, linking us in. Um, yeah. The cast, casting's been announced for The Last of Us TV show. Um, yeah. Now, I'm speaking to the wrong two people here because you two are the only two people who have never played these games. Um, but The Last of Us, the game on PlayStation, is being made into a TV show with HBO and it's got Neil Druckmann, is that his name? The yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. he's co-writer and co-creator and with uh, someone who else, English uh, writer, I think, worked on Chernobyl. Maybe I've got that wrong. Craig? Yeah. Craig Murphy? Yeah, and so they're both running it together. And yeah. the casting was announced, so who's playing Joel is, uh, what's his name? Man- Mandalorian. Pedro. Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal mm. playing Joel. And playing Ellie is, um, anyone who's watched Game of Thrones, what's her name? I can't remember her name in Game of Thrones. No, what's her real name? I actress? know what you mean. Yeah, she's... Um, Bella? Bella Ramsey, yeah. Bella. That's it. And so she in the Game of Thrones is famous. He's a kind of young uh, <laughs> northern. She's a badass. He's bad. And she, doesn't she take out something, like a troll or something, a giant? Mm. She does something amazing. I do remember. But she was very good in that. She was really, you know, amazingly. She was. she was very young as well. So obviously she's getting to the right age. Um, what do you two. I mean, you two don't know the game. So what do you two think about the casting? Has it been positive? Have you heard out with people thinking that's good i i never finished the game and mm. i even tried to play it again at the end of last year and i never finished it again right um but i can't help thinking with between this and the, the news about gina carano being sacked from the mandalorian and whatever else she was going to do in the star wars universe yeah with pedro pascal now attached to this I don't know what happens with the rest of the Mandalorian. Yeah, I don't think he... I think he probably... I think it felt like the Mandalorian... I haven't seen the Mandalorian, you two. I've seen episode one. So, I felt... I think from all the announcers they made, it did feel like it was going to do one more season, and that was it. Maybe. It could put someone else under the mask. Yeah, they could. Yeah, it's true, actually. Because, to be honest, when he took it off, in the Mandalorian. <laughs> don't tell me that. I've got to watch the things, yeah? I don't care. Oh. Um, when he took it off, I thought, I'll put it back on. Yeah. You seem so cool. <laughs> and now you're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I think he's really good in Game of Thrones now. Yeah. Pedro. Oh, he's a great actor. Yeah, he's a brilliant... He's really good in um, many, many things that I've forgotten the name of. Um, what's the thing about the Colombian drug series on Narcos. Narcos is great in that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think actually he'd be a really good Joel. Um, I hope so. 
yeah, I think he'd be really good. I think he has that kind of that kind of worn kind of graphic, gra- gra- what's the word? Graphic, great, earthy feel to him. Um, Richard, you happy with it? Yeah, I mean, uh, if it's got the the blessing of of Neil Druckmann, then obviously it's it's gonna it's gonna fit with whatever they've got planned for it. Yeah. And the casting of Ellie is pretty good cast. I mean, there's loads of casting suggestions going around, but everyone they cast is probably in their mid twenties. Yeah. So I think this yeah. is right to have someone who's actually. I mean, Ellie in the first game is I don't know, fourteen, fifteen. Maybe? I think she's fourteen, something yeah. like that. Yeah. No, it's really good. Do you know what? I'm really excited, and I, I we've talked about this before. I don't, I don't really like. Um, games to films adaptations because I think sometimes the game does it and especially with the last ones it tells it's a film it tells the story already mm-hmm. why would they do it but when they've got Neil Druckmann on board and I think the world is so interesting I think that first season is going to probably tell the story of the first game mm-hmm. I think that's what it's going to do probably I think that'd be good though yeah for me having yeah. not played it as yeah. well I yeah that's it I, th- I think looking at it now it's people are starting to see the storytelling in games and they're trying to get it out there to a wider audience. So yeah. I, th- I think if this is successful, we're going to see a lot more. Yeah. Hope don't don't make it look like The Walking Dead. <laughs> when everyone's in All Saints clothes. <laughs> Think about The Walking Dead driving around. They all look so trendy now. <laughs> oh, their clothes, trendy, chic, apocalypse look. Okay, good. Um... Let's uh, let's have a little chat about um, the announcement that happened about an hour ago. Uh, Richard, what was that? That was uh, the release date for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which is June the eleventh. So there is hope. <laughs> a year to the day that uh, I believe it got announced. Ah. Yeah, so another another big game. So PlayStation have got now what they've got. They've got Returnals now in April, I think, isn't it? They've got Kenya, Bridge of Spirits was a kind of indie game that's in March. And then then this is the next big one for them, is I think it might be. Yeah. I remember when this got announced, um, I think we did a podcast with William and then William was saying that they they'd just given it the date of a launch window, which could be any time. Mm within the 12 months, but I, th- I think I'm quietly hearing that perhaps they've chosen this date because they expect more PS5s to be available, a lot more to be available uh, around okay. around spring, summertime. So by the time that this comes out, there'll be a lot more people ready ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It's because it sounds like it's been available, it's been, the game's been all sort of in a state to release for, for quite a while. Right, and that makes sense. This is what I'm hearing anyway. James, are you excited about this? <laughs> Don't think you will be. I mean, I would be able to have a PS5. <laughs> I don't have one, so... I think you should ignore it. Yeah. I put it to the back of my mind. I think it would be a really good game, though. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the other one was really good. The other one, the PS4, looked great, the updated version one. Oh, yeah. And that looks, that looks yeah. really good. So it will be a lot of fun. I kind of want something else, though. I don't want another platformer at the moment. But yeah, I think it's been great. Um, 
Well, you want a puzzle game? <laughs> I know a decent one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many puzzle games. Uh, uh, um, good. Um, on other bits of news, um, there is. Um, I don't know. I think that's it. Let's just cover that. Let's go into the quiz. Let's just get straight into the quiz. A quiz? Yeah, we've got a quiz. Please tell me you're only doing it. No, I, I, look, my quiz from last week, if you've listened, has come down, it's, that's some really good feedback from people. Richard, what do you think being quiz master? I, I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Richard. Yeah. You Sorry, James. I, I did from enjoy that. it. Yeah. James, uh, wow. I was going to do it for I you, nearly, Richard, because I, I thought you were on, you see. As a, as I nearly master. copied it for this week. Ah, <laughs> for my yeah. list. Good. Thank you. Oh, James has gone mad. I, I would really enjoy it more Richard did it. I think we need to get a better sample of games. I chose the easiest games for you. And you Neil. Games that you knew. No, I chose the games that Neil knows. He doesn't know as many as you. Both of you don't know yeah. hardly any games. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Right, let's do a quiz. Richard, over to you. All right, then. Let me just bring it up. So, yeah, as we've said before, it's, uh, it's Valentine's Day this weekend. So uh, I don't think we've had a, a Valentine's quiz no. before. So I've gone for 15 very loosely related to Valentine's Day questions. Good. Um, let, me, I'm gonna, let me put an extra column in for my spreadsheet so I know it gets it. We'll talk amongst um, ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do your buzzers again? Yeah. So I can remember them. James, what are you There we go. Gareth Lowe, James High. Yeah. I'll remember that. Kills my voice. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine James's is worse after it. <laughs> uh, yeah, 15 questions. Just buzzing. Okay. Do it that way. Okay, question one. What is the name of Dominic Santiago's wife? Gareth. Mrs. Santiago? It is, but first first name, please. James? Is it Maria? Well done. Yep. After a flyer. Uh, Question two. You've not? No, I have. This is good. More games (laughs) to play, please. The, the next 14 are all Gears of War, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> Question two. Yeah. What is the Destiny Valentine's themed event called? <clears throat> Gareth. Romance Under the Stars. Not not a bad name, but not, not the right <laughs> one, unfortunately. <laughs> James. Grinding for Link. <laughs> That's every day in Destiny, not just Valentine's Day. I like that. Grinding for loot for Valentine's That's very good. Very good, James. Uh, uh, but no, it is called Crimson Dares. Oh, uh, the second guess. <laughs> Question three. I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, but here we go. Suteki Dane is the love theme from which Final Fantasy? Uh, Gareth. Final Fantasy Seven. Incorrect. 
James. Is it Final Fantasy? 15. No, sorry. It's the one I mentioned earlier. Oh, it's 10. It's 10. Oh. Uh, question four. Jill Valentine is a character from which series? Oh, oh I didn't. Oh, damn! <laughs> Jim. Sorry, I got too excited there. Uh, <laughs> is it Resident Evil? Well, here's well done. Uh, right, this one's quite a long one. Question five. What is the name of the enemy who you need to visit on specific dates, including Valentine's <laughs> Day for an achievement? Oh, Gareth. Calendar Man. Oh, well done. In Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yes, in Batman Arkham City. Well done. It's a good achievement, that is. Very good. Um, question six. Nick Valentine has what job in Fallout 4? <clears throat> Gareth again. Is he a dating agency? <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, James is he a Twitch streamer <laughs> no he's, he's a detective oh Bats yes he's a robot detective isn't he uh -huh. oh yeah. god <laughs> question 7 which of the following is the only one that has their health indicated by hearts Spyro the Dragon Link Crash Bandicoot or Ratchet <laughs> Harris. Link. Well done. Good. Silence. Yeah, still thinking the answer. Okay. I'm working out in my head. <laughs> I think this one's for James, this next question. What do you mean? Question oh, eight. Yeah. <laughs> Hat or Full Boyfriend is a visual novel in which you can date <laughs> which animal? Oh, Gareth got there first. Pigeons. Well done. Jesus. <laughs> Question nine. Vincent Valentine is a hidden character in which game? Wow. Um, a hidden character. Uh, Gareth. Tekken? No. Good shout, but no. Oh. James. No idea. Uh, Sarah No. Oh, that's a good shout, sir. It's uh, Final Fantasy VII. Oh. Wow. Tense. Question 10 is... <laughs> you've, got, you've both gone very serious. <laughs> Question 10. Uh, this is another long one. Uh, Great Greed on the Game Boy is often attributed to being the first game to allow same-sex marriage, but which post-apocalyptic game is reportedly the second? Uh, Gareth? Fallout. Mm, which one? Fallout 4. No. <laughs> James? Fallout 3? Fallout 2. Oh, damn! Oh. 
gutted. There's just there's a, too much of a gap between us 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 fuming and anger. <laughs> <laughs> this next one should be easy. Uh-huh. So be be ready. Question eleven. What is the name of the infamous GTA San Andreas mod that allowed players to access <clears throat> the hidden carrot? Black coffee. Okay, Hot coffee. Oh. What are we saying, James? Um, Dan. Is it whatever Dan said? <laughs> dark coffee. You can't have that. You got it's it wrong. It's it's hot coffee, <laughs> and, and I can't give it to either I, of you. I, I don't mind doing it, mate. I can't believe you've <laughs> got it wrong. I've never heard of it. No. Thanks for stopping me as well before I had to describe what that mini game entailed as well. <laughs> oh, good, Richard. Do you want to, just, do you want to describe it <laughs> now it? for the people at home? Yeah, finish it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What is the name of the infamous GTA San Andreas mod that allowed players to access a hidden fornicating minigame? Oh, oh now I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Question 12. <laughs> Cupid is a playable god in which Mobert game? Uh-huh. James? Is it League of Legends? No. Uh, um, I don't know any other Mobert. Um, uh, Gareth. Uh, Overwatch. No. Smite. Smite. Mm. What's the It's It's tight. It's 3 2. To someone. (laughs) (laughs) Question 13. True or false? Joker can be romanced in Mass Effect. James. True. It's the other one. <laughs> uh, you just guessed that then, Joe. You never played Mass Effect. I did. You did a 50 50. It's really other. Yeah. Do you want no, to answer, Gareth? Yes, yeah, false. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, James. You gambled, though. I like it. Question 14. What colour Pokemon appear more frequently during Valentine's Day in uh, Pokemon Go? Gareth? Red? No. Damn. Trick question. <laughs> James? I need to get this right. But I'm not sure. Is it blue? No. Oh, Damn. It's pink. Oh, I should have said pink. Why did I say pink? I thought it can't be pink. And finally, question 15. (laughs) Breeding rates are multiplied how many times in Ark Survival Evolved during its Valentine's Day event? (laughs) (laughs) Gareth? Times 20. (laughs) But not that many. (laughs) James? No, it's times three. <laughs> Good question. Good quiz. So, the end of that, Gareth got four and James got two. Um, this, is, this is depressing. The good news is that the listeners are the real winners because they would have they got more right and shouted at us they, as we only got, got 
yeah. all 15. We, we definitely let ourselves down. <laughs> we did. I was afraid we did, James. It could have gone anyway. Um, it was a good quiz, though, Richard. Very good quiz. Thanks for that. Really good. Much better than previous. <laughs> it was in recent times. Um, just before we before we before we go, let's just look at a couple of things we missed. Um, there's two articles that I saw that I thought were kind of usual. There's sort of game related, but not really. There's one about streaming. Um, how there's an article about how streaming is going to change. Um, after lockdown, after all this kind of finishes. And it's quite an interesting thing, isn't it, about the big question is about how people, will they go back to the cinemas? If they go back to the cinemas, what kind of things will they see? Are they only going to go and see kind of big blockbusters? Are they going to just, you know, or are we going to get into a system where, like um, HBO Max, where they've, they're doing their whole content, for a limited time, but over the year, aren't they, for HBO Max subscribers? What's your thoughts, you two? Do you think, do you think cinema, and we've talked about this before, do you think cinemas kind of have, will have to adapt and change after lockdown, is it? Mm. I think it's always got a price. Mm. There's nothing quite like that cinema experience. Especially for like, a James Bond film or a 3D film. Yeah. Something where you need that atmosphere and environment. Um, but it does seem that other films will take the easier route and go straight onto Netflix or Amazon Prime. And even Sky. Sky seems to quite a lot of um, original films now. That seems to be the way we're going. Like we're more on demand. So cinemas will have a price, and they won't be the only price. Yeah, I'm, I think it's really interesting. I think something like I, I don't think something like a, a Marvel movie will make the same kind of money it does on the streaming ten dollars than it does in the cinema release worldwide. So. Yeah. I think they they will want to get back to that, but at the same time, it's like if you've got a, a movie that maybe cost forty million to make, it there is a case where it might be it might be have more an audience on the streaming. It's really interesting with with Netflix have sort of gone to Sundance, and Sundance is a film festival that happened in January, and then the the features that there they bought up quite a lot of the features that they saw there, so they went and just bought the films up really. Um, because they knew they probably weren't going to have a cinema release, so they bought up a lot of films that they're going to show in the next mm-hmm. um, in the next few months. Um, and those are the kind of movies that are not necessarily blockbusters; they're more indie films, or they're more dramas, or they're more mm-hmm. kind of like smaller films. Um, makes sense. But it's a it's a it's a question about whether we want to go back to the, how it's 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 about us going back to stuff, isn't it? It's get, getting back there. Is it? Do you think that's hard, Richard? Um, well, I, I, th- I think I, I would really miss cinema personally. Um, even last year, sort of in those summer months where things were a bit, a bit better, I went to the cinema quite often. Um, because I have, I have one of those pay monthly cards, so yeah. I was able to, and it was one of like a, 
five minutes from where I live now, so it wasn't wasn't an issue for me to go to the cinema. And I went and I saw Tenet twice, for example. Mm. Um, then this because there wasn't much on, they started showing classic films, and I went to see a couple of those. And it's just it's just the whole. It's so I went to see Tenet because it was on a big screen, and it was the sound was absolutely incredible. Mm. I know that a lot of people moaned about the mixing on that, but in terms of having having a surround sound with like the, the bullet shots and everything was just it's it's unlike anything you'll ever get at home regardless of what setup you've got and i think that's where cinema is going to going to be better it will always be better than what than a home setup but whether we can actually go ever go back to that um i'd like to think we can okay yeah but we'll see, won't we? It's all just a guessing game for everything. It is, yeah. I think they're. We've talked about this before, and they're probably looking. They're looking at all the options, aren't they? Now, I, th- I think there's lots of conversations and looking at lots of numbers. It'll be very interesting to see what Mulan did for Disney on the channel. Yeah, I think Mulan's a bad example, though. Yeah. Because what was it? Was it like twenty quid for two months exclusivity? Whereas Laura and I that both wanted to see it just waited those extra two months and then the day it was available for everyone else, mm-hmm. we watched it that way. Okay, yeah. Because it, it had already been delayed from March. So what was what was an extra two months for a two-hour film, really? I'm going to ask you both a question. Say... Say... Um, Black Widow, the new Marvel movie. I know James is going to say he's not going to watch Black Widow, so it's going to be maybe it's Eternals, <laughs> the next big Black, um, Marvel movie, and say that was offered to you on streaming on the Disney Channel, and it was thirty-five pounds to watch it on day one. Would you do it, James? Is the cinema open at that point? It is, but it's limited. The cinema. Yeah. I go at any time. I go at seven in the morning. <laughs> okay, good. That's good. Skip, skip my breakfast. Good. And just go straight there. Good. <laughs> Richard. Yeah, I'd wait. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'm not paying thirty five quid to watch it. Alone. Okay, good. There you go. I'll pay ten. I'll pay ten to watch it. Alone. It'd be cheaper than me to do that. Then I would go to cinema in London. <laughs> yeah, but that that um that article that you, that you sent us as well was was interesting in then saying that it's there's been a rise in piracy over the last twelve months. Yeah, and it's and it's tactics like that 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 you like. Well, is it any wonder really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's the the prices are really really mad, but it's it's really. I mean, it's really tricky because you're younger, both you you know a lot younger than a lot younger, a lot younger, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> It gets to a point when you get to a certain age and uh, go to cinema is hell on earth. Um, and it because you, you, it's hard to kind of get rid of people shouting and talking and all that stuff that drives me mad. And so I have to go to sort of like more sort of like pay extra money and go to go out of all the pictured houses which are closed down now. It's, um, and so it's a tricky thing now because you don't even go, to think, would I do that? Would I pay that? I think maybe I would. Maybe I would. I know it won't be the same, which is awful because I don't want the cinema to go. But maybe this affects me in a certain way that I think, oh, actually, no, would I want to risk it? 
if you're in a cinema and you want coffee. But this is, I think, the conversations people are having at the moment. And I think the, for the studios, they're just looking at it going, how do we make money? What's yeah. the best way of making money? I mean, to be honest, even before COVID, I wouldn't like to go to the cinema if people were there anyway. I'd rather go on my own. Yeah. An empty cinema. Yeah, yeah. No kids in Ireland. Yeah. So, yeah. it's no different. I still go when it's quiet. I'm yeah. not at all. It is one of the best things, going to the cinema on your own and there being no one there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, what are we looking forward to next week, gentlemen? What's on our what's on our huge list of things? <laughs> <laughs> there isn't anything, is there? We've none of us have got for Valentine's the first time. Day. Valentine's Day, of course. Thank you, James. You saved us. Valentine's yeah. Day at home. <laughs> oh my god, it's bad enough. We have to go out. Get get a pizza for one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch some late night wrestling. <laughs> and play some of the games. Uh, Richard had his quiz. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I start with uh, Fallout 2. Yeah, Fallout 2. Yeah, let's get that going. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could uh, play the uh, San Andreas mod if you're feeling lonesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean,. I can never confirm nor deny that I would do that. <laughs> it's an option. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so there's not Valentine's Day, Richard, you haven't got anything of you. It's just a weird week, isn't it? It's not a lot out. Yeah. This, no. um, I mean, it's, it is Valentine's Day, but I'm more excited because it's Leeds v Arsenal on Sunday. Oh, Sunday yeah, afternoon. That's what you've got to look forward to. There you go. Well, Laura's got to look forward to as well. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, good that's it well let's see you next week everyone but um, Richard if we want to find you where can we find you I'm um, on Twitter at Dobbo1912 and James where can we find you I'm on Twitter and Instagram at OKGKO good and you can find me at GB Briley on Twitter or Twitch but for now um, until next week I'll see you soon bye 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 You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of the show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.